My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. Brains splitting off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. My dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Things upset me. What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star? And then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor, the new X-Men, Avengers, Hulk, She-Hulk, being super horny, um, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. What else have we done on this mm-hmm. podcast? Is that everything? Feels like everything. Uh, Wolverine. Po- Logan podcast. Logan yeah, stuff. Wolverine. Yeah. So yeah. We, we uh, do X-Men it all. X-Men animes. That's in that and and those things that we have talked Generation about. Generation X. Ooh, boy, I have to um, put that out of yeah. my memory every once in a while. Just, it's just and it, it just comes yeah, back, I, and I'm like, wow. I, I told you before, I have the novel adaptation of that, right? Yes, yes. I think you threatened to me that we were going to do it on a like a for a, like a podcast at one time. So, yeah. The only, the only but for the grace of my uh, the the fact that reading a book seems like too much work for me for a podcast, uh, <laughs> or I would have stuck you with that. So you lucked out by my laziness. Somebody um, uh, on the Monster of the Week Patreon, I think, uh, wanted us to do. Um, I can't. It was some Lovecraft book, and I was like, "Girl, <laughs> come on! Yes. Like that's five hundred yeah. pages long." And we're like, "Come on, dude! Yeah. <laughs> Pick a short was story. Like, and we might get to it." <laughs> was it like Dream Quest or something? Was it like something? I don't. I don't. Super I don't remember. Long? Yeah, yeah, I hadn't. Um, yeah. I, I remember looking it up and like and seeing that it was like anywhere from three hundred to five hundred pages, and I'm like, "Yeah, there's no way we're not going to do this for an yeah, hour long podcast." Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, we're we're in mourning on the podcast. Also, uh, this comic is a mourning because I forgot this was in 2001 when Marvel Comics uh, were being put out with a banner for 9-11. So uh, every oh, comic has this little thing is? at the top. Yeah. yeah, it's little twin towers with a little little ribbon and then Dupe is looking on sad. Is that what like, that is? You think about him. Is he uh, looking at the, the is he looking right. at the towers right now? No, 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 he's he's thinking about Edie, but isn't it funny to think of him? Dude, no, it's not, are you are you sure he's thinking about Edie? He could be thinking about Dude, the towers. You know what we sh- we could do someday? You know that Marvel put out that comic that's about yeah. all the superheroes and supervillains where like Doom Red cries. Skull is helping yeah. pick up mm-hmm. Yeah, Doom cries and like Red Skull's picking up Rebel and shit. Uh, I would like to read that for some reason uh at some point. Uh, I am curious. As a as a, as a person that's it just has never taken 9-11 seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, when, 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 when it, uh, you know, for a little while when it, after it happened, I did. And then at I, some point I was like, I, I just, I can't, I can't grant primacy to this tragedy when I know there are other tragedies. I, I, I don't have the nationalism. Yeah. For I it, think that's, that's the thing know? is like, I, I, it's, it's a huge loss of life um, and a huge tragedy, but like the amount of tragedy that happens every day, especially since then and the, the yeah. absolutely horrific war that we have enacted upon the world, like because of that, yeah. over several administrations is, is like, I just can't take it seriously. And I don't remember if it was you or Cole that made the, how many non 11s worth of misery is that joke? I can't remember who said that, but one of you said that. That sounds like a Gary joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's always stuck in my mind because I, I admit now I measure stuff in nine 11s. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 you know, uh, the, you know, the COVID death toll 
yeah. which is multiple 9-11s every every day uh you know and this idea that uh you know we're, we're meant to care about one and not the other is silly and then you start looking, looking at tragedies like we literally just do you're like that's a tragedy but all these you know many weddings and shit that are getting bombed yeah have been bombed that's real bad so you know it kind of is what it is uh it's also 20 years ago so it's got to be getting to that point now like if people can make jokes about vietnam you know oh yeah can, absolutely do. yeah like, we got to be getting pretty close to where it's it's just absolutely kosher also i don't have like any definitive proof of this but i feel like 9-11 kind <laughs> of it was a hoax <laughs> i feel like 9-11 <laughs> never actually happened and i think that <laughs> no, i don't have any definitive proof and i think but that I the holocaust wasn't real so if you want to <laughs> so I, i've been i've been watching some bad youtubes I, um, and i <laughs> got some theories to discuss no i think 9-11 ruined country music like oh sure i think i think yeah, that yeah. most of like the because I, I, I like i grew up listening to country music like i like country music in general but like a lot of the modern stuff is real like you know there i mean there was that one like like i'm gonna put we're gonna put a boot up your ass you know or whatever but the mm-hmm. like everything since then has been so like nationalistic and, and terrible like it's just not even good country music anymore i was in the i yeah. was in the grocery store um and this song came on and i'd never heard it before and the guy it's, it's this country song and he says like i'm not a political man and then he says I, I couldn't even tell you the difference between iraq and iran and i'm like hold up <laughs> then why are you <laughs> then why are you talking about it my dude yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the disclaimers at the front of this are really not okay yeah what is what is the end of this but here i am elected president now i don't understand yeah. like what's the next verse but yeah nine eleven ruined country music is my um soapbox that i don't actually care yeah. about to get on so yeah anyway i like this uh, cover the co- yeah the cover is uh dupe uh crying looking through his camera we see a skull in the camera lens uh we got a fill-in artist uh this is duncan uh Fergredo, um who is an artist who i knew from doing hellboy stuff um after mike mignola uh stopped wanting to draw hellboy and just write it uh largely um, this was one of his, uh, stable of artists. So I've read, I've seen a bunch of, uh, for Grado stuff through Hellboy. Yep. Uh, and, it's, um, and this is good. Like this isn't terrible yeah. for, for a stand-in artist for what is she like? I, it could be a lot worse as we have seen in the past. Yeah. So, um, it's a little bit of a bummer that it's the last issue of this and it's not the on-brand art. Yeah. There are a couple of panels where people's faces look a little like busy and cranky, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but in general, it's pretty good. Um, and this is all fallout uh, yes. from this. We, we, we literally start out, you know, the same thing uh, Edie was fearing about becoming uh, this merchandising thing in her death. Uh, we start out with uh, Mr. Sensitive holding an Edie action figure um, and uh, Spike Freeman, the owner of the team, uh, questioning the name that she had she had come up with, which was Ecstatics. Yeah. And he's basically saying like, hey, like all of the you know we've already made these decisions like i've talked to the stitched the shareholders like we and that's a dumb name anyway so this is all done you can't do anything about it um and outside of their headquarters are like a vigil and just like people wearing you go girl shirts and uh, like news reporters commenting on it and like it seems like it should be a little bit more respectful than it is right (laughs) like it seems like way more of a, a like a commercialized like party than it is like an actual like group of people mourning for the death of a hero yeah. One of, one of the things I love is that we never actually find out what the, the name was that Spike had, but I think it's X-Storm based mm-hmm. on the name of the, the issue. Um, they you know, specifically say X-Storm that. in here, don't they? Oh, do they? I thought it was yeah. just the title. No, 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 no. They say um, it. They, in some point of the dialogue, okay. they say it. 
Um, I also really like, uh, you know, she's announcing, she's saying like there are rumors about you go girl dying. They don't, they don't know, uh, but they have confirmed that the spike died. Um, spike didn't live long enough to capture a nation's imagination. An obituary can be found from at xforce.com slash deceased. Love it. You guys, uh, it's too much work for whatever thing to guppy is, but you guys should put an everything to guppy dot cat slash deceased page up deceased. for all the characters. <laughs> done. In the arms of an angel. Yeah. Um, the, uh, we go back in and spike is telling, uh, Mr. Sensitive, like, don't, tell anybody that he died like we want to build this up the suspense you know and the anarchist is calling him out like you know are you, why are you being a shit uh you know like are you trying to be the antichrist and he's like we have enemies you know like x-men x-factor fantastic four you know this is a competitive marketplace like we're competing with them um you know we have to build up this uh this hype um and mr sensitive doesn't want to do it you know he's like i don't want to lie you don't have to lie just say no comment and this is where Tyke starts saying, like, man, you know, tell him to go to hell or talk to me or hit me or yell at me. Like, do something. You know, like, Tyke's being a good friend and also wants to be punished. Yeah. Uh, um, here. He's, I mean, he's being a good friend because he's trying, but also, like, not actually recognizing what Guy really needs right now. What he right? needs, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just he's trying. To, he's trying to put his own shit on, onto Guy, I think, a little bit. And Spike oh, yeah, is, is, is yelling at him from behind this and being like, hey, this is an order. Like, you were going to be in trouble if you if you start telling every, everybody that Edie's dead. And, and, and Kai is like, man, I am about to fuck you up. You need to back the fuck up. <laughs> you are so close to having your neck fucking broke. Yeah, I'm a mutant you're and you're a CEO. So, like, let's, yeah. let's chill. You gotta go, tech boy. Um, we cut over to uh, Miles and uh, Billy Bob, who had just had sex. Um, in Miles' uh, cool bedroom, huge bedroom envy of this like awesome TV. Look at this TV. See this fucking TV? Look at that little oh. console next to it. What is that little like? There's a PlayStation speakers, Nine. Right? <laughs> There's got to be little oh, two, I guess two, two spe- speakers. Two speakers on each side. I guess that's speakers. Like, they remind me of like uh. that. They did. Did they just put two like outdoor rock speakers that you would get from the Airplane <laughs> magazine <laughs> next to the TV and wire them all together? <laughs> it's, well, the, the TV itself looks tight as hell, but then the uh, they do look like airport rock. <laughs> speakers i also love the fact that there's a big painting of, of somebody i don't recognize <laughs> that face and then uh, a smaller version of the same picture kafka i think oh is that kafka jesus christ okay i think it's kafka <laughs> um, one but yeah, two pictures see. of kafka yeah kafka and then yeah i think that's kafka kafka and smaller kafka <laughs> <laughs> like it don't don't transform me or my son into a cockroach again um boys tell you they the, know a place uh, and take you to a room with two kafka pictures on the wall and rock speakers on the yeah. ground <laughs> male living spaces dot text um so they just had sex and like billy bob's like i can't believe it happened and miles thinks he's talking about the bone down they just did he's like yeah i know how you feel like it, it felt unnatural but i'm trying not to analyze it and he says no actually i'm talking about eddie like i can't get or Edie, i can't get you know my head around her dying like it makes me feel mortal um you know and they kind of have this little mourning moment you know uh where miles like well, the greeks would have said she had a good death you know she was in her prime she was doing what she did best and she was in love you know which is kind of the best that that we can hope for yeah you know somebody shoot me while i'm laughing um they uh they turn on this awesome tv and uh they see uh guy smith you know breaking the rules uh they ask him for a comment and he immediately says yeah i can give you news eddie, Sp- eddie sawyer is died dead these are years just dead you know uh freaking out spike freeman 
Yeah, and he's watching this along with um, Tyke and Dead Girl, who are extremely cozy on the couch. Like they look like they've just been getting like drinking and snacking their way through the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, just you know, mourning their friend, right? Like just like mm-hmm. you know, drinking away the pain. Um, and he suggests like, "Hey, let's go out and get into some like random trouble." And he's he's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." Um, and they leave, leaving Spike to just look at the news as everybody confirms that Edie is dead, which of course causes this this kind of uh, backlash on Edie's family as the press races around this like poor woman's house to try to get comments and things, and she didn't even know that, that Edie was dead yet, um, which is yeah. a bummer for which is a serious bummer and something that I kind of like. Obviously, I don't like it, but it's like I'm glad that they talk about it in the issue, right? Like it's just a yeah, huge, yeah. like nobody thought about this woman's family at all. They were all internalizing their own shit about it. Yeah. I mean, they're really self-absorbed, mm-hmm. you know, that's celebrity for you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, you know, even the most sensitive among them is not like he thinks about it, but it's an afterthought. Like he thinks about it later. Um, we're introduced to a, a kind of a major character for the next few arcs here, uh, who kind of shelters her and brings her in and offers to be her lawyer. Um, this is, uh, Solomon O'Sullivan, um, here. And he basically makes the case like, you know, you can, you're saying you don't want to make a profit off of Edie's death. Like X, X force isn't going to do that. You know, they're going to, they're going to hound you. They haven't reached out to you. Um, you know, you're going to need to be taken care of and I can help you with that. Yeah. And it has um, the feel of like greasy lawyer stick, right? Like, I mean, yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> this is Saul Goodman or, um, Jimmy. I can't remember his actually real name now, but, uh, this, this is Saul Goodman kind of written all over it. This is the skeevy lawyer guy. Uh, and I love his, his yeah. thing. Like I'm Solomon O'Sullivan, 50% Jewish, 50% Irish, 100% behind you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very, uh, Saul Goodman. Yeah. Um, this dude just feels like he has, like he would fit right in with the just terrible Louisiana advertising lawyers who like rap songs like out am- of the ambulance chasers, ambulance chaser kind of kind of bullshit guys. And um, yeah, like um, it's weird because uh, when I was reading this, I didn't recognize him. Like his the art is just different enough that I didn't realize he was the same character that we're going to see in Ecstatics one and two. So I was very confused yeah. who this person was to begin with. Yeah, he's a little, little off model. Yeah, um, he ends up surprisingly being a pretty important character as we go on. Um, dead girl and the anarchists get let out of jail, uh, with no charges. They have to make a donation. Um, and, uh, Mr. Sensitive is watching it on the, uh, the X force couch, uh, here saying like, they're trying to be the new golden couple. You should spin with that. Uh, Spike is like, I told you not to tell them. Like I asked you not to tell them. Um, he says, you know, Mr. Sensitive fires back. Like, what are you gonna do? Dock me a week's pay. <laughs> like, it's not like you, you have any power over me. And he says, well, yeah, I can still leak your name to those pharmaceutical companies. That's still like a sword of Damocles hanging over your neck. Um, guy brushes it off. He's drunk as well. And uh, they're going to go to the farm. He's like, clean up. We're going to go visiting the farm teams to look for a replacement yeah. uh, here. And uh, I love the farm leagues. Every time they show this, I, I'm way into it. Oh, yeah. Dude. Um, I could like a whole animated series that was just like getting into like the weird politics and crazy superheroes that all killed one another through this. Like, this is so fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. Like we have a little Ant-Man guy, uh, not Ant-Man like Hank Pym, but a man who is an ant. Yeah. Uh, versus a gigantic guy who's a tree. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> versus Dark Souls 3 lore is what he's fighting there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love these uh, commentators too on the TV where like, you know, they're out in the Mojave desert as uh, where they do this. And, uh, you know, the mate, there's a human guy who's saying like, you know, oh, you're, you're blood, you know, blessed to be shown part of this process. And like, would you like to, you know, 
introduce yourself, my co-host? And this guy pops up and he says, I am Arlo Summers, also known as Antimatter. And I operate out of the greatest city in the world, also known as New York. And it's a skull in a jar. Uh, it's so like, good, man. Antimatter's only appearance is this panel. <laughs> I love I love yeah. DJ Antimatter though, man. It's so fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> like also known as. Yeah. Um and then our, t- our team is there and everybody's looking a little worse for wear. Um, so like, you know, Tyke and dead girl just got out of jail and they're, they're looking pretty hungover. Uh, guy is looking pretty hungover and really like, and the other two vivisector and fat are just kind of bored with the whole process, especially when they get splashed by washout, <laughs> a chronic yeah. child bedwetter who one day, one fine day managed to harness the power of his nocturnal outpourings and use them against the tyrannical polygam- polygamous sect in which he was raised. Oh, that's All a right. lot to are absorb. You, are you are you ready to have your mind blown, Jeremy? Please. I've been, I've been saving a fact of the show for you. Okay. So, uh, Frank Thierry, uh, who is a bad writer, mm-hmm. uh, who is active at this time. He's not the worst writer in the world, but he's pretty bad. Was doing a series that went along with this called, um, weapon X. That was about saber tooth. Okay. Like leading a team um, of old Weapon X people. Uh, that actually has a crossover with Ecstatics, like briefly, where the Ecstatics people are doing a parade and uh, they, you know, they have to stop it. But he saw this Washout character and made him a character in that book. Uh, washout is a relatively major character in the Weapon X book that was happening are at the same serious? time. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. He, like this guy, this chronic bedwetter who like used his pissing at night powers to fight a polyamorous sect uh like frank terry is like yep that's my dude um he joins that team like look it up it's that is wild. that is fucking crazy we have to we're gonna have to cover some of that at some point or i'll just have to read it it's, it's probably no i mean i i read it it's, it's pretty bad but it's it's i'm sure we can make fun of it like i yeah. we would we would make hay um, um so yeah. after washout like drenches them they're they they're basically just um Going through the list of of, of they, like they talk about Sycamore, who's the Dark Source Three Lord guy because he's uh you know he's a tree with with brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I love Vivisector's dumb joke here. If I hear his bark is worse mm-hmm. than his bark, which I think is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. of course, nobody's nobody's really laughing here or anything. So yeah, uh, you know, Tyke says like, "Is that funny, guy?" And then uh, guy brushes it off, and Dead Girl says like, "Give him some time, Tyke." You know, uh, and Tyke is again trying to get his goat. Like, yeah. well, where's this Venus de Milo character? Like, she's teleporting, and she's cute. Maybe you'll you won't even miss Edie. Uh, trying to get him into a rage. Yeah. Um. You know, he says we'll check out uh, Venus de Milo later, and then here comes Solomon O'Sullivan, who is offering to represent them at first. You know, saying that uh, he represents her. Um. And he says, like, the reason why you should let me represent you is I understand you. And he reveals that he's a mutant. Uh, since he was a kid, every day he gets this like writing that appears on his skin. Um, sometimes just random words or little messages. He peels them off and saves them up. Um, you know, he doesn't know what it's going to be. Like he says, what is this? The, you know, occult signs, the great Jewish Irish novel. You know, I don't know. Um, really weird and creepy mutant power. Dude, and he hands take a card, which is on his skin. It's this disgusting. Is so fucking strange, man. Like I, this came out of nowhere. Like I just like because in the next two issues, I, I think of ecstatics. Like the first two issues of that, where he shows up, he none of this appears. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. having this happen, I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so the the press go as they're leaving, 
and uh, the press contact uh, Billy Bob here and they're like, there's, you know, there's rumors that you and Miles are more than friends. And he flips out. Um, you know, what are you implying? Like, he's like, well, the gay press says, he's like, the gay press, I don't give a damn about the gay press. Um, you know, you're trying to, to diss me. I think that's super scary in this, in terms of body horror. Absolutely. <laughs> With the tendrils on his face. Yeah, those tendrils are, are a nightmare, dude. I just can't imagine looking yeah, yeah, that straight yeah. in the face. Yeah, scary. But he he's even though he's you know he had this plan with Miles to to pretend to be gay and then they actually had sex. Now he's having this like you know freak out. Yeah. Uh, and Miles uh, doesn't care for this, so it's it's kind of setting up this drama in the team. Just and before we leave like this whole situation, we just need to remark that uh, Tyke, aka the anarchist, is wearing a bright purple furry robe around his yep. on, on top of his uniform the entire time. Hell yeah, dude! He just doesn't yep. not give a fuck, man. I love it. That's a that's yeah. that's 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 something. Right obviously, there. Uh, obviously inspired by Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. you know from from the jump, but just like super super great. Um, I love this little this next bit because we go to Mister Sensitive doing his his suicide ritual, talking to this ED action figure that's talking back to him mm-hmm. um it's just and it's so it's so great like he's just like what was that i said and then the the action figure is like the meaning of life is to carve out some kind of meaning from the otherwise arbitrary universe he's like i can be so comp- pompous and the action figure is like that's why i love you uh it's, it's so like fucking dark and weird his um uh, his, his little uh forehead tendrils also are like reaching out to like caress her shoulder while she's sitting in his, yeah. in, in his hand and i don't know man that's just you know I, <laughs> it's sure fucking weird i didn't realize yeah. you had that much control over those things and now i'm a little disturbed by it but go yeah. go go for it yeah yeah, yeah. Can, I, can i hang out with you that close you have to do social distancing or else his tendrils will fucking <laughs> caress you. If, you um if my tendrils can feel sensitive. you you're you too close to ride you're too sensitive distancing <laughs> yeah um, he's about to do his like little ritual, but his uh, gun gets replaced by a plunger. And this is because of lacuna, of course, anytime that happens. And, uh, she shows up and she basically says like, you know, you need to stop wallowing in self pity. Why don't you come on my show and tell your story? Yeah. Um, I like that lacuna shows back and, up. I just like her powers a whole lot. And he, she like, mm-hmm. she keeps swapping out the gun for, for random shit and everything. And I just, her powers are very cool. So yeah. Yeah. She's a great character, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and he, he agrees to do it. Um, you know, it, it seems like something he wouldn't do, but then he does it. He takes it very seriously and explains, you know, then she whispered ecstatics, like, you know, kind of tells the story on TV. I, I guess you could say um, it was her dying wish. Like he seems really yeah. like overwrought. <laughs> yeah. in the, um, yeah. And this is happening in the background on a TV while Vivisector confronts Fat about all of the like homophobic stuff he got in the face of the reporter for. And Fat like pushes this back and says, "Well, I didn't want everybody knowing about it." It's like, but we're just—that was the whole idea. Like, we were just—we were we yeah, wanted yeah. The, the whole reason we started doing this. And it's like, yeah, but that was when we were pretending. Now that it's real, I don't want anybody to know about it, which is bizarre. Like, it's, it's just a, like, oh yeah, them both struggling with this is is interesting. Don't don't be anybody's secret lover. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, your, your self esteem is too good for that. Um, Dead girl and and Tyke are having a hard time as well, where she's accusing him of just uh, wanting to sleep with her because of a novelty. You know, because he he's never been with a dead girl before. Uh, and he stalks off with the business card saying like maybe we do need some help. Um, we go back to where Spike Freeman has changed his mind about the name. Um, he wants to change it to Ecstatics because he says to Mister Sensitive, "Oh, your performance." On that, um, did you notice that Spike Freeman is playing a X Force branded Game Boy Advance? Yes, absolutely, I did. Uh, 
Dude, I would like that. <laughs> what would you do to get your hands on one of them bad boys, huh? <laughs> like, it's pretty fucking rad. Or maybe a PSP. Like uh, the top of it looks like a PSP. Uh, yeah, when it's it on the, hard um, to tell exactly what it is. When it's on the on the on the bottom frame on the bottom panel. Oh, that's um, that's definitely a Game Boy. Advance. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, that's what sold yeah. it as a GBA to me. So, um, yeah, I do like. And we, we haven't really talked about this a lot, but Spike always dresses in X Force clothes. Like he's always got a dupe shirt or dupe hat on, which I, I find very hilarious. Yeah. Or the last scene he's in, he had X Boss. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> X Boss was really good too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously like saying that was a performance that captured the nation's heart is the worst thing you could say to Mr. Sensitive. Yeah. Because it's exactly Uh, the opposite of what Edie wanted to happen. Like she didn't, she wanted to be fired in space so that her death wasn't commercialized. And here we are absolutely commercializing it. Well, and you know, Mr. Sensitive prides himself on authenticity. Mm -hmm. You know, he was trying to do something non, uh, you know, showbiz by doing this. Um, you know, uh, they're kind of fighting at this point. And at one point Spike says like, Hey, I'm part of the team now. And he says, prove it. Like, here's a gun. There's one bullet. Prove you're one of this. I do this every day. Um, and he just does it without hesitating at all. Yeah. Like just does the Russian roulette, uh, uh, which I, you know, I love like this kind of deranged billionaire, uh, behavior. Um, you know, so that he, uh, he survives. He doesn't get his head blown off just for once. I'd like to see Russian roulette fail. Uh, on a, <laughs> in a piece of fiction you know just once i just want to see just one once. dude's head getting blown off i feel <laughs> like there's got to be a wolverine comic right like where he just it just loses but it doesn't matter or something yeah that would that would that's a good that's a good one shot that's a good marvel presents mm-hmm. i was thinking about like let's say uh let's say somebody took me and put me in a basement right and they were forcing me to play russian roulette have you ever seen a piece of media where the person who's playing russian roulette instead of pulling the trigger just points the gun at the other person and pulls the trigger six times. Um, God. Yeah. There was some, um, I can't remember. It was some like weird Mel Gibson movie. I want to say, um, Mm. where he's like getting revenge for a dead girl or or something. And yeah, like they, they make him do the Russian roulette thing and he does, he just like pop pop, pop, and then the whole thing is empty or something. Like I, I have seen that. I've seen that. I have seen that set up. Not where somebody gets kidnapped or and not where Gary Butterfield gets kidnapped and is forced in the basement. To yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you're actually recording with a recording of me that I did to help you find my corpse. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Memento. This is an elaborate setup. <laughs> like, Couldn't you have just left some GPS coordinates, man? Come on. <laughs> I also could have wrote a note, but I figured this would be more fun. And oh, my dedication to the Patreon is legendary. You so, know, I have to edit so this, sure. right? Like, come on, Jigsaw. It's <laughs> <laughs> just more work for me. <laughs> I'll lift you to the clues to my death and waff number 487. Really? I gotta look. It's a three hour podcast. It was Resident Evil 4. I can't fast forward that. Jesus. If you take every four words I say. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Jigsaw gets heavily into podcasting. God damn it. This movie is uh, four Jigsaw's hours long. Jigsaw's a podcaster, dude. Yeah, Jigsaw the podcaster's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, shit. I love the idea of the Jigsaw podcast. Yeah, it's like yeah. It, it puts you through those paces. You Today, know? we have five people. <laughs> For some reason, yeah. Paul F. Tompkins hosted. <laughs> <laughs> or Paul F. Tompkins just agrees to be in it without knowing what it was. He's yeah. like, sure, I'll do it. It's a podcast. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. I love uh, it. Um, so they they have their little weird moment with the Russian roulette uh guy calls him a freak um and then 
outside of their uh, headquarters, guy is giving a speech. Um, saying, well, this isn't their headquarters. Oh, no, 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 they're opening a up a, a dupe yeah. kitty, ho- a dupe yeah. kitty hospital. Um, basically uh, doing some PR to say like the team is totally okay. Like uh, there's no tension or infighting, and we see uh, Solomon with Fat and Vivisector. There's no bad blood, and we see Tyke and Dead Girl. Um, but we do have mm-hmm. a new name, and from this moment on, the team formerly known as X Force will only be known as. And it goes straight to the end. Um, yeah. I maybe uh, it's in the next issue they mention X Storm Gary. I I, I, don't, I know they mention it at some point, but I don't. Because I yeah, it's, it's okay. I just thought it was so dumb mm-hmm. because X when Storm is such a major part of X Men. Being like, I'm X Professor X. <laughs> that is our team name. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, would it be good to do a team that's like the ex-professors where you had a uh, professor X, but then you had everyone who had a doctorate okay. you know, or everyone who taught school. I would, I mean, you know? professor X's is where I would like to see that go. Like it's Ooh. just, it's just a bunch of your ex-girlfriends who have moved. It's on. just, it's more, more your McTaggart, Leandra. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> exactly yes absolutely yeah. magneto was there for some reason hmm. yeah, yeah yeah gabriel holler um <laughs> young gene yeah. gray oh too much too far too far uh, ooh. Too far. So. Whoa. uh thanks everybody for listening this, this is a good issue it's mostly setting up for the next one yeah like it feels a little to me like a little space fillery mm-hmm. um the next issue starts things again but then we need to have a breather uh, to kind of set up the team being fractured so we can put it back together in the next arc. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back uh, in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash Yeah. TV. Um, a couple of bucks a month. will get you all of these episodes of the podcast early every two weeks, which is kind of cool. You don't have to wait like some plebe. Um, you, you were able to get them before anybody else. Um, you can also get a ton of exclusive content, um and maybe access to this live channel so you can come hang out with us and chit chat mm-hmm. um if you can't do that totally understandable maybe tell some of your friends about the podcast that always helps um and follow yes. us on social media that i definitely remember all of the handles for dofc podcast i think at on twitter so go follow all of that yeah, <clears throat> yeah. um as we mentioned uh last episode we'll be do- talking about duck stream soon where we'll be covering new mutants yes so look forward to that as well and uh good night good night